I was presented by Pint and Plow Brewing Company. Texas Hill Country Advisors. With support from K-Pub. Peterson Health. And Kirk County Abstract and Title Company. And now, from Pint and Plow on Clay Street in downtown Kerrville, this is the Lead Live with Lewis Amistad. Good morning, everybody. We got a full house here today on the uh, Lead Live. I'm Louis Amistoy. It's Friday. We made it. I got a lot of cheesy music playing for you. If you're lost from live. Yesterday, we had a great show at the uh, Delane Sigerman house. We cooked and cooked and cooked and cooked and cooked. It was awesome. So welcome to the Friday edition of the Lead Live. We've got a lot going on this weekend, um, and then next week, of course, is just crazy. It's Thanksgiving week. I'm looking forward to the fact that we're going to have uh, the fire chief on on Monday, because, you know, people have a tendency to burn their houses down during Thanksgiving. So, a couple news and notes items for you this morning. Uh, there's a lot going on today, obviously. Uh if you get a chance to head on out over to the Point Theater, they have their uh, Christmas Carol. Uh, is They're performing that tonight at 7.30. There's live music here at Pint and Plow across the street at La Escondida. Uh, there is stuff going on all over the place. You can subscribe. Uh, if you subscribe to The Lead Live, you get our newsletter uh, every morning at 6 a.m. delivered to your inbox. And if you want to subscribe, $5.99 a month. Uh, the other thing that goes on here in Kerrville every every Friday afternoon from 4 to 6 is the Kerrville Farmer's Market. Katie Graham has uh, uh, taken over the show today. She has got her boys with her. Uh, uh, to my left, uh, that is Redford, named for Jeremiah Johnson. And we have a Jeremiah here in, in, in the uh, facility who has a beard, which is interesting. Uh, one of the great uh, Robert Redford movies of all time, Jeremiah Johnson. Um, but we also have Lincoln. Uh, is here as well and uh, we didn't bring Wallace in uh, Wallace if you have not met yet Wallace is the uh, let me turn everyone's microphones on Wallace is the youngest child of Katie Graham and um, Jeremy Walter and I have a, a, a vision <laughs> for a new uh, a new brand for you and it's Wallace riding around on the pig with a diaper <laughs> uh, and that would be the news answer br- you can see it right? I can see it because he is... I saw it yesterday. He saw, he, <laughs> he saw it yesterday. Uh, I want to introduce my other guest here real quick before I get to some news and notes from the day. Uh, this is... Uh, let, me get, let me get this right. This is Missy and Jeremiah Romack, right? Right. Right. Uh, Missy is the major. Jeremiah is the captain. They've been with us since June uh, here at the uh, Croc Center. Everybody just refers to it as a Croc, uh, but uh, it's the Ray and Joan Croc Corps... 
Kerrville. I always have this trouble with this name. It's the Kerrville Ray and Joan Croc Core Community Center. Did I get it right? Except you add Salvation Army in front of it. Salvation <laughs> Army. We've got to make it a little longer. Okay, Salvation <laughs> Army, Kerrville, Ray and Joan Croc Core Community Center. Yes. Okay. It is right. a we just keep it yeah. the croc. The croc. <laughs> that's right. The croc and Kerrville. Uh, it's interesting. We're going to talk to them about what's going on next week with uh, Thanksgiving, which if you have not experienced a Thanksgiving here in Kerrville, I have now done, I think, three of these now where I go, and I, 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 I was just telling them that I particularly love going to the freeway uh, because it's always interesting that you go out to the Interstate 10, to the 10s rest stops, on the eastbound side and the westbound side, and you have people who have been driving basically all night, and they're, they're they've got to, they, they've they've been holding it for hours and hours, and they go in, and they're all of a sudden there's these happy people from the Salvation Army who are like, "Would you like a turkey dinner?" And there's like a stunned look on people's faces, and sometimes they say, "No, no, no, thank you, I've got I got things to do," but usually someone takes it, and they're really really happy about that. So we'll talk more about that here awesome. in a quick second. Um, yesterday, uh, the sheriff's department announced that they had uh, arrested. Uh, I'm going to turn those microphones off just for a quick second here. Um, they had arrested five or six people. I'm sorry, eight people in connection with a human smuggling chain that was uh, broken up on Monday. They, uh, the story goes that the sheriff's department spotted these guys uh, driving erratically. I mean, if you're going to be in a human smuggling thing, the first thing you want to do is drive erratically with people in the back of a truck, pickup truck. Okay, so really, I mean, I feel bad for these guys who got who were smuggled because they got the dumbest ones out there. I'm sorry, but um, it's all allegations at this point. But you know, it, it's it, the, the narrative on it is like not positive. So they pulled into a gas station. These guys are all hiding in the back, and they start to make a run for it when the when the sheriff's department shows up. KPD gets involved. One of the guys ends up running and getting picked up by another person apparently, and that woman. Uh, was arrested also on suspicion of, of, of human smuggling. She also had some drugs on her, apparently, according to the sheriff's department. So that was a big deal. And then yesterday, um, yesterday uh, we had the sheriff's uh, uh, big awards uh, thing, luncheon, which is pretty cool, really, because, you know, if you think about this, right, I, I've, I, was, I was just writing about this before uh, Missy and Jeremiah came in. If you think about the first year Larry Letha's job, it was crazy. You have COVID. You have the winter storm. I mean, the winter storm happened within six weeks of him taking office. And so suddenly you have all of these tremendous challenges. They were trying to keep COVID out of the jail. They were able to do that until the very last minute. Uh, and then it, then, it, then it took off in the jail. Uh, and so it's been one challenge after another for, for law enforcement. Um, but he wanted to do – I mean, like Larry Letha is interesting because, you know, one, he loves sports. The man drives days and days and days out of his year to go watch his son play baseball up in Lubbock and his daughter play softball in Oklahoma. So the guy is a, a road warrior. But so he understands the power of positive recognition and the positive reinforcement. So he wanted to have that this uh, thing for his, uh, his guys. And it was very efficient. It was like, all right, get up. Let's do it. You're going to get this award. You know, and it was really cool. It was a well-done event. The uh, Sheriff's Foundation, which is a new organization, helped put it on. And uh, there you go. So um, it, was, it was good. We'll have more on that as well, more photos. It'll be on the, on the Leeds Facebook page later today. Uh, also, uh, keep in mind, one of my guests was supposed to be here today, uh, Don Frazier. 
uh, a good friend of the show who runs a Texas center over at Shrine University canceled me yesterday. And I was like, okay, Don, I, I'm sorry I had disparaged John Bell Hood. Um, I, I, I apologize. He's like, no, no, I got COVID. So he's got COVID. Uh, I didn't know that at the time, but he, he announced it this morning that he has COVID and that uh, um, he's been pretty sick. Uh, so we wish him well, wish him getting, getting back together or getting getting healthy again. He's already He posted this morning that he goes, COVID is like unlike anything I've ever had. Uh, and he's had he was supposed to get the third Moderna shot today, so he's already had the fully vaccinated. So just a reminder, and he put it out there. He goes, "I've been careful, but I didn't wear masks and things like that." So just a reminder. Now here's the deal. So if you look at what's going on at Peterson right now, right? Yesterday Peterson only had one person uh, hospitalized and only three new positive cases. So that's really good news, right? But then you look at the Texas numbers, folks, uh, hopefully we're, we're, it's an, an anomaly. We actually had a more than 4,000, which was the most we've had, we've had since October 19th uh, as far as new cases go. There's this worry across the country and in Europe that we're seeing what could be a fourth or fifth wave of, of, of the virus. And so, you know, just take caution, take care uh, as well. All right. So that's my news for the day. It's going to be the weather's going to be spectacular. Oh, by the way, there's this little thing tomorrow called a Christmas parade. It's a little Christmas parade tomorrow. Um, yeah, uh, it's the biggest thing in Kerrville. I mean, it's 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 like it's it's crazy that it's November twentieth that we're having a Christmas parade, but I'm okay with that. I mean, this has been a year of year of years. I mean, it's it's just like it hasn't. Did 2020 ever stop? I mean, let's just so, get it done early, right? Let's just get done early. Let's start saying Christmas. The They're already playing Christmas carols over at the uh, at, at the up. Christmas trees up. <laughs> They're playing Christmas carols at the, at City Hall. So uh, I know the Croc Center folks are ready for Christmas. Uh, they're 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 excited about it. What do you guys think? What uh, Lincoln? What do you think? Um, I like the big Christmas tree. Do you? Yeah. Back right, there. Right. In in your mythology of of the world, um, you 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 what do you what does Christmas mean to you? Giving and like sharing with people. Yeah, that's good. I like that. That's pretty good. What about what about you, uh, Redford? Oh. Give him the microphone. Let's see, Redford, take that microphone. Well, <laughs> I thought there was like presents under there, but Lincoln thought there wasn't, and I still thought of it because I saw Christmas presents over there, but they it were looked like they were like concrete. But, well, yeah, that, that that that's the kind of that's kind of you know what? I bet you your dad would give you a concrete present, right? Redford, he would I never. Thought under that big Christmas tree, there's like humongous presents. Yeah, that'd I be mean, cool. I mean, yeah. Hey, do you um do you have like a tape measure at your house where you measure the size of your presents and try to figure out how what what they are? No. No. no? All right. Well, we do we have a tape measure. That's like pretty good idea isn't it <laughs> so you know what you could do is like see this is the world of the internet right it used to be that you had to get the sears catalog or the jcpenney catalog and they might give you the specs but now you can just go on amazon and look it up how big is this thing okay this thing is six feet long and two feet tall so it's going to be this it's going to be shake, this shake. right they stay, they stay, what do you guys shake. want for christmas uh, legos um not really no yeah i you, mean you take legos though right yeah all right yeah. what about what about you what would you take well, I would take... A pork chop? No. 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 <laughs> you would never take that. What do you mean? You have pork, you have, you have pork chops running around your, back, your backyard. Uh, like I mean, I'd take a sewing machine. A I sewing mean, machine? What, you, are, are you into sewing now? Yeah. Uh, I, 
um, started sewing with like that little pin. Yeah. Like sewing cloth together. Basically. Oh, interesting. Okay. I made, I made like a bit little. Like, that's sock. a that's a that's a cool gift idea. I love that. What about you? You want anything practical? Tools? Mm, no. 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 <laughs> All right. But I did get this um cool suit. It's called Snake Eyes, but I keep forgetting to get the sword. Oh, yeah. so from GI Joe. Yeah, it's a G.I. Mm. Joe. Yeah. Yeah. When I was a kid, kind of a G.I. Joe. When I was a kid, my brother, uh, he loved the G.I. Joe. And uh, he uh, he had the big aircraft carrier, oh, which uh, my mother was single at the time, and she was trying to hide it because it was like seven feet long, you know. And so it was like. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was huge. Oh, yeah. It was gigantic. Was giveaway. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Katie, um, you're here to talk about the. Uh, wow. The farmers market. I um, know. Are we in the stretch run of the farmers market for the year, or what? What is going on with uh, with the farmers market? No, I guess I need yeah. this microphone yeah. back. Yeah, exactly. Good job, Redford. Thanks. So this is our last market of November, but we open back up December third. Um, we shut down the day after Thanksgiving just okay. to, you know, give farmers a break, yeah. and um, you know, we all need a little bit of break somewhere. We there. all do need a yeah. break somewhere, and right? Plus and plus, it's the holidays, right? So and we find most people aren't really coming to the market after Thanksgiving because they're just yeah. they're just they're sick just, of cooking. They're stuffed, and yeah, they have leftovers. They're full. And yeah, right. they're going yeah. out to restaurants instead. Um, so, like here. yeah. So December third, we open back up, but we do have the market today from okay. four to six. Okay. Um, we have about twenty vendors signed up today. Okay. What do you what the thing I love about this is that there's always little surprises. Like even my my yeah. daughter will show up sometimes and sell her. Her baskets and things like that yep. that she's doing, but yeah, where uh, is she? She hasn't she, been in a while. I know, Allison. She's out of she's out of she's out of stock. Oh, good for her. A little supply chain issue. Yay! She can't well, get the product from Rwanda, so right. there she goes. Right. Um, okay, so my go-to's at the farmers market are are the gluten-free cookie lady. She's are strong. Gluten-free? I didn't know that. Yeah, she has two. Okay. They may be contaminated. They might. No. But they're pretty good, though. Yeah. They're pretty good. Uh, and then but I also... they're gluten-free. They're gluten-free. <laughs> That's it's all that matters. That they're good. <laughs> yes. Because usually they can be awful. Uh, there's, the, there's two things that are gluten-free. It can be really good or it can be really bad. There's so no in-between. you in miss between. out on the pizza. You don't ever get to have I the know. pizza. Oh, I know. Man. I look at it every time That's I salivate so over it. Maybe he can make you a gluten-free one sometime. I hate to ask him because it's so much trouble. It's too much work. You know they got they got to segregate it all out and everything. That's true, and it is a bakery, so yeah. It's yeah. like you know what, dude, if you can't have flour, too bad. So <laughs> what they have to do is pre-make it. You could bring your own crust. I could and ask him to make you a pizza on yeah, your crust. Right. Uh, <laughs> I fortunately don't have celiac disease as bad as some people do, where they can't even have like one 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 drop of. of I know. Yeah, or they're they're That's pretty they're dangerous. Um, the the other one is the salsa guy. Yep, that's actually yeah. that Lincoln's favorite one. Yeah. yeah. What about what about the dumpling lady? She's pretty good too. She's great. Yeah. Yeah, she's fantastic. She uh, she'll be there today. Yeah. Um, we do have a, a couple of new vendors. We have Butter Me Sweet. Okay. Um, mm. she has a couple of gluten free items. Oh, does she really? As well, and she does like um, you know, cinnamon rolls and cupcakes and you know, baked goods. But she does yeah. have some. I don't even know what kind of flour it is. You'll just have to come check it out um, and find out. I was I had an idea. From, well, I was I wanted to do my booth as just like. Caramel apples. Okay. That was gonna be my idea. You gonna be there today? Well, no, I wish I'm gonna I hold could. you to I, it. I, I, maybe, maybe for because you know I was watching. I was over at the Ridge Marketplace for Halloween, and they had this amazing caramel apple station for all these kids, right? And I was like, you know, I wanted to push the kids out of the way, and get there myself. <laughs> this is where I need to tell the the the, the, the Salvation Army people, earmuffs. Don't listen to me. <laughs> don't listen to my horrible things. But um, the it was such, the group. it was so cool though. You know, like. 
And there was, I have a picture of this boy who dipped it in like chocolate chips and and little little rainbow candies, and he just was looking at it lovingly. I'm like, I don't blame you, kid. I'm looking at it lovingly too. Hey, you know, we're gonna we have a um, a little fest coming up at the end of December, our yeah. last market. If you want to do that, uh, that'd be great. Off the record, off the record, we'll, we'll off, figure it off out. the record. Since, since uh, we're talking about apples, it yeah. reminds me of once my friend's mom took us to this corn maze and yeah. um, got lost. They no, there was like this apple shooting. You like loaded it with apples, and it was like this tire. It was like. <laughs> See, I mean, this is like this is America for you. I mean, you can even make a gun out of an apple. That's right. It's a amazing. Potato. It's a potato. A potato <laughs> gun, right? Uh, you guys like you guys like uh, the caramel apples? You like the yeah, I love yeah, those are pretty good. Um, my favorite story though is that with these guys, like I said, we took we took my grandsons to the farm down in Center Point, and uh, my youngest grandson Lincoln, who's they have, I have a Lincoln, and I have a Carter, and there's Lincoln in Redford. So everyone had first. Everyone had last names for first names. It was kind of cool. That's right. Celebrity last names. Right. Even Wallace has got a celebrity last name, depending on how you look at it, right? He could be William Wallace. He could be Chris Wallace. He could be George Wallace, which isn't really necessarily that good. He could be uh, Mike Wallace from 60 Minutes. So whatever <laughs> we want, yeah. So we've got a lot of names there. But but Redford took my youngest uh, Lincoln into the into the chicken the chicken coop, and they had a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Your hair looks good, bud. It looks good. You want to make sure. Let me see. Come over here. Come forward. Let me see. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Stylish. Looks you got good. Your yesterday. It looks good. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? What do you like about the farmers market? What's your favorite part? Well, I like that. Like, um, that candy lady comes. Oh, okay. I like that she comes. Right. Okay. Uh, that's good. What about you, uh, Lincoln? What's your favorite part of the uh, farmers market? I love when they. Uh, I love it when I'm able to track the time of when the uh, clock. Oh, um, the clock goes off. Okay, all yeah. right. Yeah, okay. Oh man, I don't even ever hear that. He's well. These guys, these guys take off, and they're they they they're out there playing on the playground and everything like that. You know, one of the big stories though uh, that we had, Katie, is that you know the the Heart of the Hills Heritage Center, the foundation, raised a million dollars, and uh, now they've got. Uh, the money to get ready on that on that project, and so that's going to be an improvement for the farmers market down the road here, right? Yeah, we're we're really we're really excited about that, and yeah. that's awesome that they finally uh, secured all that funding. Right. I know they've worked really hard on it. Um, yeah, the the grounds are just going to be beautiful, and it's pretty. I think that they are tying the farmers market into the development and renovations of the grounds, right? Um, which is really special. And that because so. the farmers market to me adds a whole level of sort of you know character to the community, and you see a lot of people out there. Yeah. So, um, by the way, there's a couple of uh, comments in the in the messages here so far. There's this, this very suspicious person named Justin Zanzenberg. Uh, hashtag 21st century agriculture. Do you guys see yourself being farmers? You and you and you, what do you think, Redford? Oh well, yeah, we see ourselves being farmers. And did you say you would give me my um? back right there what's that, that. Microphone. yeah oh the your microphone? microphone oh yeah no I, this is my microphone uh, yeah uh he's he's already claiming he's, he's already claiming over ownership of the show but do you want to do you, you want to see do you want to become a farmer uh well kind of yeah you already kind of are though right you you, yeah. you picked the chickens all right and then what about you uh, uh lincoln I like when uh, your hair looks slick. By the way, Look it's at that. not. It's not really when um, 
it's not really the um, farm we have, but it's the pecan orchard. My favorite part, it's about, it's coming up when we get to harvest pecans. Oh, so that's right. And um, for those of you who don't know, if you go on Water Street, it's these two guys who are a little bit shaggier in that, f- that, that picture. But they're the models for the 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 thing. Oh, so the mural. The mural. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's on the yeah. The so. The yeah. They're they're the, they're the model, and you're and you're in that when you're you're what hucking, shucking. We're, uh, we're um just like making sure there's no like that much dirt on there. You're you're cleaning up the 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 pecans after they they harvested. Yeah. Getting okay. the shells off. Getting the, the good thing in the leaves and the shells. Yeah. Okay. So. Yep. Katie, back to you. What what is it I need to know about? Uh, um, what does I need to know about being involved with the farmers market, and what can we do um, to be a part of it? What 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 are the what are the guidelines? What are the rules? What are the what are the regulations? What are the covenants? Right. Quid pro quos. Yeah. Well, we we are actively seeking vendors and yeah. producers in in the hill country or otherwise area. Yeah. Um. So if anyone is out there listening and they're interested in becoming a producer at the market. Yeah. Um, you can go online. We have a, a really simple application process online. Um, and just fill it out, get it back to us. And um, and get it done. Get, get there. Get it done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the market is today four to six. We have um, about twenty vendors, twenty producers, um, from anywhere from local organically raised produce to pizza to candy to live plants. Bridges basket Bridges is there. Basket is there. They always um, bring bring it too. They always does. bring a ton of stuff too. Kyle runs the the farm out there, and he does a fabulous job. We lo- we love Kyle. Uh, a couple of other comments. Uh, Josh Walter um, coming in saying hi, Lincoln. Suspicious too. Uh, <laughs> I, hi, Redford. Is Mercury waiting in your car right now? Uh, <laughs> Delane Sigerman saying good morning, guys. Enjoy your pork, and thanks for creating the farmers market. And then she wants to know where's Wallace. Where's Wallace? Uh, I don't know where Wallace is. Wallace. Wallace is, Wallace uh, is the. I mean, yeah. everybody knows that, like, Wagon Wheel has been kicked out of the oh. market. Right. <laughs> oh, uh, we broke some news out of this one. We'll, 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 we'll. You know what? These kids say the darndest things. So, I all mean, right. Yeah, where's Wallace? Um, where's Wallace? <laughs> Wallace, Wallace oh. by the way, after we regain control of the show. <laughs> Redford? I have mean, you ever seen a Robert Redford movie, Redford? No. Redford. What about... Oh Redford, yeah, Texas. I have. Oh, it's, Redford, Texas. It's actually um, Avengers. I saw. Um, oh, he was one of the bad guys in Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, and and uh, in Civil War. Yeah. No, not Civil War. He was in uh, Winter Soldier. He was the bad guy. Yeah, yeah Winter Soldier. Yeah, he was. And. Uh, and um, did you know that in Winter Soldier, by the way? Did you know that in Winter Soldier, by the way, that when he opens up his refrigerator, there's Paul Newman dressing in the, in his uh, refrigerator. No. Yeah, that's right. What? Yeah. There's what in this refrigerator? So Robert Redford, uh, who's not that's Redford's not named for Robert Redford, but Robert Redford was is an actor, and he was always he was in two movies with Paul Newman. One of them called Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, one of the great westerns of all time, and mm-hmm. Mr. Newman, who's now dead. He, he was in Cars. You guys seen the movie Cars? No. What? Yes. Yes. Yeah, you've yes. seen the movie Cars. Yeah. He's the he's the old guy. He's the old judge. Yeah. That's Paul Newman. And Paul Newman had had uh, he right. he made uh, food for that was donated back to people or the the proceeds were donated back to charity. Yeah. And in in Winter Soldier, you can see that he opens the refrigerator up and then there's Newman's dressing right At least there. We know he eats 
Eat salad. Yes, right. You should uh, tell him to come to the farmers market. He should. Locally, right. Salad yes, that would be, that would be much better than the than the than the store bought stuff. Come for, for Halloween. Halloween. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right, uh, farmers market people. We we are done with you for the day. Yay. All right. Good Thanks job. For us on Thank show. you guys. Appreciate and it. And wagon wheel was kicked out of the market hey, because. <laughs> Thank you, Redford. Nice to meet you. Uh, yeah. Redford, yeah, good job. All right. Oh, wait, watch that. All righty. Thank you, guys. Bye. We'll see you later. We appreciate it very much. Uh, thank you, Katie. There we go. Um, Katie may never come back again, but that's okay. We love Katie. See you later. Bye, Bye you guys. Now we are joined by the Salvation Army folks, and, I, and, I, and I'm so happy they're here because the croc is you know what does the croc mean to this community you guys you know and and first we have missy and we have jeremiah and they came here from atlanta but they're from texas missy comes from amarillo which has an impossibly large skyscraper in it with nothing else and um and then jeremiah's from abilene which i think also has a skyscraper too it has like an old one right downtown isn't there a big building downtown, Abilene? There's like one big building downtown. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like every 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 town in Texas has got to have some kind of large scale building of some kind. So, okay, tell me, uh, what does the crock mean to this community? So the the crock is a holistic approach to community. Um, so we've got a little bit of everything for everybody. We like to refer to ourselves as kind of. A, the Walmart of community interaction, <laughs> right? Right. Um, so we have our church, we have a fitness center, we have social services, we have a thrift store. Uh, I mean, you name it, and we've probably got it. Boys right. and Girls Club, um, yeah. And that's and that's something that um, in, in so many people utilize the Croc for fitness. For um, there, there's all sorts of all sorts of new. Things that were introduced at the beginning of the year. There was the cool massage chair thing. Or the, the aqua massage. That's what it was. Yes. Uh, which I tried out one time. Right. It's a, it's a cool community place. It's like just cool, they, yeah. Yeah, they come out, hang out, and sit on the couches right. and just talk and have fun after pickleball. It, it's just a, a great way to, to hang out with one another. The pickleball thing, too, by the way. I did a story on that uh, in, in January, uh, right before the storm really got bad. But uh, it was amazing the, the the variety of people that were there that came to play pickleball, and how they uh, and how they enjoyed it too. And th- there's so many different things to do. Yeah, they let me play. Did you? How'd you fare? I, you know what? I lost, <laughs> which I was surprised. <laughs> yeah. You know, because I was a little bit younger than most of those folks. Well, that's the thing about pickleball. Pickleball, you know, it it, it kind of you don't need a tremendous amount of mobility to be efficient with that that game right. too. It's the fastest growing sport, by the way, in the country, just so you guys know. So pickleball pickleball hasn't really caught on in Texas. I'm not sure why exactly. But if you go into a retirement communities like in Arizona and California and Utah, it's ridiculous. It's very serious in Florida. Yeah. They got oh, yeah, I can imagine. Tournaments. Right. Fight. Yes, it's great. But we had a good group yesterday in there. So oh, did you really? People from Fredericksburg came down and had a – all courts were full. Yeah. So. It, see, I think almost you need to have them – if you do pickleball right, I mean, it's great to play it outside, but you need to have, like, a mix of indoor-outdoor because sometimes, like, in the summertime, it's just, just too right. brutally hot, even, even in a game like that where you don't have a lot of mobility. Um, like we were talking before, is next week is probably the busiest week um, for the 
Salvation Army here in, in town. Um, tell me, you know, this will be your first one here at the Croc, but you're probably old pros at dealing with, with this. What is it going to be like next week here for, uh, for the Croc? Controlled chaos. Controlled <laughs> chaos. <laughs> no, it's, it's going to be good. We've got a lot of community partners that have stepped up and helped us out. Yeah. So we actually started cooking turkeys this past Monday. Okay. Uh, start getting them ready and getting food prepped, and uh, we'll do that into the beginning of next week. Uh, just continue to get food ready, uh, and then while we're doing that, we're also doing angel tree and kettles all at the same time. Oh, my gosh. So just a little bit of everything, you know, to, to bring in the, the Christmas season. And, the, and, and for many people, the Salvation Army represents the Christmas season, which you started seeing the kettle show up, right? I mean, that's kind of that's, – everyone remembers that, that piece of it as well. When, um, tell me a little bit about the two of you and your journey into this. And you have kids, and you came here from Atlanta um, to, to a, back to being in Kerrville, but you were familiar with Kerrville and the Hill Country. Tell me a little bit about your guys' journey. You want to talk? You start. You probably okay. had the brief. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, we were both born and raised in Texas. Yeah. Proud Texans. Mm-hmm. You know, greatest country in the world. Right. Like to say. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, just saw a great opportunity to serve the Salvation Army at yeah. a young age. We went to church there. and then We dated as teenagers. Oh, yeah. really? In the Army. Oh, wow. And the Army Youth Group. Okay. And worked at camp, Salvation Army yeah. camp, and right here in Midlothian. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. And so we grew up there, met there, and then, you know, now we're married and serving in the Salvation Army, and that's just, for us, our calling. Right. And together we'd be able to do that. Okay, day. so you live in Abilene, you live in Amarillo, so you meet as teenagers. Met at camp. At, met at camp. Yep. And then, then how did that how did that progress then? Uh, Lots of phone calls. Lots of phone calls. Well, That's not before, a whole lot of phone before calls. Before cell phones. Right. Yes. <laughs> I got one six hundred dollar phone call uh, phone bill, and uh, my dad was not too happy about I it. Bet. So yeah, I'm right. sitting down the next week. But I got to work. Yeah, take the bus, Greyhound back and forth, visit bus. each oh, other. Oh wow! And then when did you get married? How long before you got married? Fifteen years ago. Yeah. Fifteen years. Oh, okay. good job, man. Yeah. You didn't have to think about <laughs> it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, and you guys, uh, you met in camp, and then it's just been uh, a, a service ever since then, right? Yeah, so we dated for a long time. We separated for a little while. Uh-huh. Uh, Missy went and continued to follow her calling with Salvation Army. Yeah. I went a little different road. Then I was more obedient. Was, yeah, yeah, right. It's usually how it works, right? Yeah. Uh, and then the, the Lord brought us back together, yeah. and uh, we got married, and then I went. So that's why she's a major and I'm a captain. It's, okay. She got more years of service than I do. Right. Uh, and then... How we got to where we are today. Yeah, we served in uh, Waxahachie, Big Spring, Big Spring, Big Spring Tampa. Okay. Tampa, and then, yeah. And now, and now here in, in Kerrville. Did you, and this was kind of like, to you, uh, you, you made it, you know, we were talking earlier, Jeremiah, you were like, they said Kerrville, you were like, oh yeah. I mean, that was... That was kind of like a dream almost in some ways, right? Oh, absolutely. And yeah. you didn't have to apply. They just said, we're going to send you there, right? <laughs> yep. So yeah. that must have, you must have felt really like there was some kind of higher higher being working for you at that point, for sure. That was probably validating. I'm, I'm, I'm certain of it. Yeah. As a matter of fact, every, uh, every year we get a sheet from the Salvation Army. We get yeah. to fill out kind of where would you like to go, what type mm-hmm. of things would you like to do. And uh, on the sheet, actually, we've never done this before, but I put, we would like to stay here forever. Yeah. I right. Mean, that's in, just it, a great place. It's a great place. It's a great place. And you, and you brought your family with you. Yeah. And uh, how have they adjusted so far? So the eight-year-old, uh, we brought her. We brought them for a visit in April when we found out we we're moving. Yeah. She saw the water park. She was sold. Right. Uh, our thirteen-year-old daughter, 
Just Bye, Katie. Just turned 13, you know. Not so certain. Right. Not I've been at her school for four years, had a lot of friends. Yeah. So. She's very Still active, adjusting. involved in, in different sports and activities. So. But I think that the most part, though, I mean, you got, like, welcoming you got like welcoming kids though, you know, I think for the most part. And, and, and there's a lot going on at the crock already, you know, with kids, kids groups, things like that. So, so hopefully she'll, she'll make some friends and adjust uh, pretty quickly. So, um, you know, it's funny. My, my, my 24 year old daughter, um, came back to curve, came to Kerrville because her senior year at Baylor was washed out thanks to COVID and she hasn't left and she's found the community very welcoming and she just thoroughly enjoys being here. And she had, she had really had not been here before we moved here. And so, but now she's kind of part of the community. So nice. I think it's a very welcoming community. That's for sure. Um, I mentioned this before though, that my, one of my favorite parts though, is just the, the effort that goes into um, Thanksgiving. There's all sorts of interesting stories that happen that day uh, from the volunteers, from those who show up Um Sometimes they don't have family here, you know, and that's tough. And so, and then other times they may have family, um, but they, you know, th- there's just, they're, they're not available to come because of different reasons. And then there's the, the outreach on the, on the freeway, which I think is really, really special for a lot of reasons. And one of my favorite parts of, of you know, there's certain things you just love to go see and do. And that's one of those I, I really enjoy. Um, what is it for you, both of you personally, that you enjoy the most about that, this particular you know, effort and holiday? I think for me, it's, it's a lot. Um, but I would say teaching our children mm-hmm. to serve on that day. Yeah. In a special day. And so that they can see how blessed they are with the, fa- with our, you know, our family. Right. And just uh, the bountiful supply that we have been blessed with. Mm-hmm. But to give back and right. to see that, you know, we can um, just to teach them at a young age to keep giving. Right. And, th- and do, do you guys actively involve your children in this thing? So what do they do? They have little jobs that they do, or do they, they know that they're going to be doing something? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So one of them's going to be helping serve, and the other one, they're both going to go with uh, a couple, an elderly couple, to go deliver meals. Okay. So. Perfect. That'll be that'll be perfect. Yeah. Um, the question of the day, though, was if you know we are we are in a time of labor shortages, and probably volunteer shortages. Are we are we still short of volunteers for for next week? What do we, we need? Do we, we still need some folks to help us serve and then to help us clean up right. know, the glamorous job uh, whenever it's all uh, done. Right. Uh, but yeah, I've been very impressed. The people have volunteered. Yes. Had yeah. Calls. yeah. So it's so far that you know that we've been here. The community has been very supportive. Right. Um, you know, the Croc offers swimming. It offers. Uh, we talked about pickleball. There's a great weight room, uh, gym facilities. Is the golf simulator still still going? We have it still. Okay. Uh, we, we moved it out of the way because we were using that space for other things right. now, but we still have it available. Okay. And then you also have um, the hydrotherapy massage thing. You have a little cafe. Um, there's all sorts of classes. There's, uh, is, it, is it daycare as well? What, what, are, what are some of the ones? What am I missing? So Boys and Girls Club right. is huge. Huge, right. You know, we've, we've got 106 kids right now mm-hmm. enrolled. We uh, have a Thanksgiving camp for them coming up right. from 7.30 to 6.30 every day. You know, while the parents still work, yeah, and a, a winter camp as well. So a lot of our civic clubs meet there. Lions, Rotary, Kiwanis, yeah. all meet in the building. Everyone, yeah. everyone has a meeting there. Tons of birthdays. Yeah, yeah. tons, of, tons birthday of birthdays. Tons of birthdays. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else. We have a Bible study, a 
couple Bible studies okay. that go on there, too. And then, of course, so obviously there's the Sunday services as well. Yes. Yeah. And do you both lead that, or how, how does that work? Yes. So Missy does most of the preaching, actually. Okay. Um, and uh, I'll lead uh, praise and worship okay. and uh, make sure all the technical stuff in the background is, is happening. That's right, because you were over here. You're like, hey, I have that and this and that and yeah. things like that. We were talking we were talking tech. We're geeking out on tech stuff. Yeah. I love it. Um, the, the, the kettle, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Actually, hold that thought for a second on kettles. I want to just compliment you guys on the on the Halloween event this year. I thought it was really well done. Uh, the bounce house has scared me to death. <laughs> I'm always like I'm like that risk averse father, you know. Yes. Oh boy, because I've had the the child that's you know, broken the arm and stuff, you know. And so I'm like that risk averse parent. But, but there was a cool, there were some cool ones though. Yes. <laughs> I have to admit. Yeah. The one where the and I got posed with the, the big ball yes, ones, you yes. know, where they're <laughs> jumping up and stuff, you know, that was great. Um, and then I just loved all the little kids, you know, in their little costumes and stuff. So um, it was a nice, it was a great event, and the hay rides was great. Yeah, the families all hopped on and went around the field. So right, it was, nice. it was so amazing as well. Uh, let's go back to the uh, the uh, kettles uh, event. There's some, there, there's not going to be maybe as many as normal because there's going to be a virtual component of it. Is that right? How, so, how, how's it going to work? Yeah, so we do have virtual kettles uh, that I can plug real quick. Yeah. Uh, SalvationArmyTexas.org. You go on there, click on the kettle donate button, and you can scroll down mm-hmm. and select Kerrville. Okay. And we have a virtual kettle on there. Or you can set up your own kettle. If okay. you want to set up your own kettle and compete with your friends, you could do that. Uh, but, yeah, we're just having real problems, just like everybody else. Yeah. Trying to get people to work. I mean, we tried increased pay. We tried you know, bonuses. It's just hard to get it's people. It's hard right to get now. people, yeah. So, we're, uh, you know, we're, we're not too anxious about it just yet um, because, again, the community has been great yeah. in, in supporting us. And uh, so we're, we're looking forward to that. But it will look a little different this year. Yeah. How many people work at the Croc right now? What's, what's, the, uh, what's the staffing there? We probably have about 70-ish employees. We should probably have about 95. <laughs> wow. So you still have a little, a little bit of a shortage then, huh? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Interesting. The The – Average age of people that use the croc are what? How old are they? I mean, is it all ages or is it uh, is it mostly older people? Or it's for all ages. Uh, the the majority are fifty five plus. Yeah. And so, actually, in the new year, we're working on some rebranding and marketing to appeal to uh, folks in the evening time. So mm-hmm. we don't currently have a lot of classes in the evening. So right. we're trying to bring some of that stuff on board. Yeah. The, uh, the the thing I love about going to the Croc Center, though, is that there is that sort of welcoming sense of community. You're always greeted. You're always said hello to. Um, there's a lot of people who just like to go there and just hang out and enjoy um, the facilities. Uh, for those of you who don't know, you know Ray Croc and uh, Joan Croc were Ray was the um, I wasn't necessarily the founder of McDonald's. He was the genius behind McDonald's in a lot of ways. And um, when he passed, I mean, obviously a billion billion dollar fortune. His wife, uh, Joan Croc, put it together. Uh, I, I guess in a huge donation to the Salvation Army, um, and it has been beneficial across the entirety. Of, I mean, how many Croc centers are there in the United States? Twenty six total. Twenty six total. Wow. One in Texas. One in Texas. One in Texas, and this is the only one. But I mean, it is something else. I mean, how, how did it, how did Kerrville get the Croc Center? How did how did they determine that? Do you guys know the story on that? Uh, lots of prayer, lots of hard work, <laughs> and uh, a gentleman by the name of Kit Warline. 
uh -huh. actually kind of helped spearhead as a uh, lifetime member of the advisory board of Salvation Army. Yeah. Really kind of helped spearhead that whole thing. But And the community responded very well. Right. And so that was a big part. You had to match some of those endowment funds locally. Right. And uh, the, the community stepped up and helped out with that. The um, the donations were, were so – I mean, she gave I – I can't remember how much money she gave. It was, it was a huge amount of money, though, to the Salvation Army. Um, and – how would you describe the mission of the Salvation Army? Because people think of the Salvation Army as the kettlebells, the band uh, marching in the, the the Rose Parade every year. What what, what is what, what does the Salvation Army mean as far as the totality of the organization? The the overall mission is really just to preach the gospel of Christ yeah. in whatever way that or shape or form that takes. Mm -hmm. It may be a, a welcoming word when you come into the building. It may be through our Boys and Girls Club program. Whatever it is. You know, we get the opportunity to kind of be the hands and feet of Christ and yeah. show his love to everybody. Right, right. And this has been um, in your, your reception here from the, the members and the, and the community has been what, as far as you, both of you are concerned? Oh, it's been amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm very impressed. Like, yeah. we are very honored and fortunate, just blessed to be here and to be able to, uh, that our staff is incredible. And, yeah. And the yeah. community, like I said, I, I, anything that we have needed yeah. they have been there right and so i and i know like i don't i don't know if we're gonna talk about it but the angel tree I have yeah absolutely yeah, yeah 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 throw that I have, out there uh, 500 kids that we need to feel for you know and you, you know when you said you had a single mother and bought you the gi joe toy that, right. that's what we do right we make sure that each child wakes up on uh, christmas morning to a to new gift and so we have 500 angels so if you're looking to to help us out with that uh, go to an angel tree uh, there's one at the croc walmart um, and also, let's see, Walmart, Gibson's, and uh, the, mall. the mall. The mall. And the, um, I, I actually have, a, a, I printed it, I think I have it in my, I have a story of it somewhere. I, I, I write so much when I forget where everything's at. But I had a list, there's all these things going on for the Salvation Army. What does the next month look like? Full. <laughs> <laughs> Putting bags together for 500 kids. Yes, right. We've got, that, we've got bell ringing. We have, you uh, have everything. Uh, Christmas at the Croc okay. is what right. it's been called in the past. But we're, it's, December uh, 18th. But we're doing breakfast with Santa this year. Okay. So you can come in, have, have some breakfast. I think we're going to have waffles and bacon and eggs and all nice. that stuff. We'll have a cookie decorating station. And then we'll have uh, an opportunity for you to take a picture with Santa. And then we'll give you some more sugar when you're in that line. That's even better. That's the way to do it. That is the way. I think you got to do one of those caramel apple stations, too. <laughs> that would be, that'd be, that'd, that would get me over there in a minute. Oh, here it is. Okay. I uh, found it. There's my things. Angel trees. All right. Angel tree registration will take place. Uh, this was earlier in there, yeah. right? But, but so now. We've completed though, our application okay. process. So that's the application process. But you still can go. And adopt an angel. And adopt an yes. angel, right. So um, you, yeah, you go buy some gifts for the kids. And, and you can do it, you know, as a family. We do it every year. Right. Uh, you can do, you know, Sunday school group, a small group, uh, anything like that. How did, how did they fill the freezer event go? How did that work out? Good, good. I think we got almost 20 turkeys through okay. that. Okay. You know? So I was, I was pleased with that because we got, got it out kind of late. Yeah. But again, you know, people stepped up and brought turkeys in and, I think we have some more turkeys coming in today from the Republican Women's Group okay. uh, as well. So, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because you guys host the host both the Republican and the Democrats in that facility. It's Absolutely. neutral ground. Yes. You know, we are able. It's like a safe safe space we for everybody. All human needs without discrimination. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, the proudest moment of being in the Salvation Army for you is what? 
actually this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so the proudest moment being in Kerrville. Yeah. Uh, I'll, let me narrow it down, make it a little more local. Uh, we have a, a gentleman that works for us who went through our reconnect program, okay. our rehabilitation program. Uh, and then after that started working for us been working for us for five years wow we celebrated his fifth year of sobriety this oh Tuesday. wow yeah right uh, we happen to have a car that was donated to the us that we are going to give to him as a means of transportation and so that was that felt really good to be able to do something practical to have an impact on this gentleman's life um, for more um, because a lot of the times you'll see, and this is what this is part of the best part of the, of the stories that are there, is you've seen people who have struggled. Yes. You know, and, and then yet they have come back and then they give back their time, their service. There's dedication in that, that work. Um, I mean, that's got to be a rewarding part, both, both spiritually and just, just sort of emotionally as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and that, that's got to be, to me, that's always been the remarkable thing. Here's some of the stories of people that, you know, have worked at the croc or volunteered at the croc is like, well, uh, Salvation Army helped me with this and helped me with that, and I'm just paying back what they've what they've 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 given me or they provided for me as well. Uh, the Salvation Army also provides, you know, during the winter storm before you you guys missed the winter storm. We did. We tried yeah, to get there, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. They, they wouldn't let us. Yeah, uh, but you know, you you were working in Atlanta though, and Atlanta would get shut down for about a, like an inch of oh. snow would be, destroy Atlanta. <laughs> less than that. Yeah, <laughs> less than that. Um, is it true? I, I've been to Atlanta twice. Um, actually, last time I was in Atlanta was in June. Uh, it was very interesting being in Atlanta in June uh, because it was actually I'm sorry I was in Atlanta in June 2020, so it was right after the um, the Ahmad Aubrey um, sort of revelations came out, George Floyd to come out, and Atlanta was a different beast that day. I mean, it was you could feel it in the in the tension in that uh, in that city. I mean, other than being in the the uber crazy Atlanta airport. I've been in downtown. Um, I mean, Atlanta is booming right now too. So yeah. I mean, there's a lot going on <laughs> in Atlanta. Uh, wh- where were you at specifically in Atlanta? We were just north of the Loop, okay, off of 85. Okay, uh, so not too far from downtown. Mm-hmm. Maybe 30, 45 minutes. Yeah, if there's no traffic. Right. Uh, so yeah, not too far away. And then of course, our our central offices were actually right by downtown. Yeah. So we traveled down there. Frequently, my um, my my great regret about Atlanta was that I paid to go on the stupid CNN tour when I was oh. there. I, I paid fifteen dollars to go on. I thought, oh, this is really because I was into the, all this stuff, you know. And I was like, oh, this would be really cool, and I I go look at the you know CNN, and then I somehow finagled my way to get to uh, to MLK's church, and uh, and it was free. And I didn't have any cash left to donate. And I felt so ashamed that I paid fifteen dollars to see CNN, and I didn't have fifteen dollars in my pocket still to pay, you know. So what what I ended up doing there was I ended up sitting there because you can sit there in mm-hmm. the pews, mm-hmm. and then you realize you know how he you know how he wasn't very very MLK was not tall at all. I think he was like five eight, maybe five nine, um, and you hear his voice, you know, in the they played in there, but but so many. African American people would come in there and they would take their pictures. And I was, I, was, I just started volunteering. I'm like, I'll take a picture for you. I'll take a picture for you. That was all I could do. That was my little bit of service there. Nice. But I mean, uh, there's so much to see and do in Atlanta. It's hard to, it's hard to even imagine. So, but I'm glad you guys are here because I'm looking forward to next week. And uh, we're gonna do. I'm gonna bring my little portable setup. 
Um, you and I can you and I can just talk about that. Well, you'll be yeah. you'll be busy, so you you know. But well, I'll show it to you anyway, and we'll we'll bring it out. And uh, I'm gonna do this show here for I'll, I'll be as unobtrusive as possible. But I just love some of the stories that we we've had. I did a story one time about a couple that met. They were like 85 and 90, you know, and they got married, and you know, they were living their best lives at 90 and 85. You know, it was a married couple. Um, but they were having, you know, they were having dinner at, at the Croc together, you know, and that was th- those are the kind of stories I love the most about the Croc. So, all right, thank you for being here. I appreciate yes, it. Thank, thank you. you. All right. Thank you for the community, just the support that you've given us. It's incredible. It is incredible. It's very good. Okay, we'll see you guys next week. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. All right. I know Karen Guerrero's right here somewhere. Karen. Oh, here she is. Uh, have you guys met Karen yet? Uh, Karen. Karen Guerrero, Pit Girl That's Alive. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it very much. Karen Guerrero is like already, she's already working the crowd. She's already working the audience. She's already, she's already talking about Kerbal Pits Alive. We've had a great show today. Uh, we're going to have um, Karen come on and talk a little bit about what Kerbal Pits Alive is working for the weekend. So thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Oh, Karen Guerrero. Why don't you sit right there? I brought you some, some cat hair. Did you put it in the Tesla? I didn't. I'm not allowed in the Tesla anymore. I thought the car was for you. It was supposed to be. Well, indirectly. It was really for him. It was, it was really for your but husband. I was supposed to say I was. You know what? I told that story to my wife, and she says, that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. That cat I know. left a mark. <laughs> my gosh. I came straight from the shelter. I've been. You've been, you've been, you've been there. I've been at the shelter and just. Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how are fresh, you? Fresh pet hair. Uh, I'm doing great. It's Friday and the parade's tomorrow. And are you ready for it? No, not yet. We're going to decorate this afternoon. Okay. And I need, I might need a generator. I don't know if that's allowed or not. I think now. it is. But, but you have I think to have we li- needed to let him know ahead of time. You have to have lights, though, on the whole thing. So you, you're going to have to get it out there. We have lights, but we... We have LED lights, but we the power source is a, is in question right now. So okay, I'm good so at scrambling. So you can't just you can't just um, like tow the Tesla behind it. You know what? That's a good idea. And just plug I, it in. Yeah, I realized for when we did the uh, fright night for Halloween, I, you know the the whole under the hood is all a big storage. All right. So I'm like next year, hey, we'll just make it easy. We'll just drive it up and open the lid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Karen and her husband have a new Tesla, and I tell you right now, it, my husband it's, has a new. Tesla. Your husband has a new Tesla. It's it's a delightful car. It's, it's entertaining. It's entertaining. It makes uh, it makes uh, flatulent sounds. It does a bunch of other quite quite charming things as well, so there is there is a uh, there's there's a lot going on with that car. Hey, um, yesterday we had the um, sheriff's event, the sheriff's luncheon. Yes, wasn't that nice? It was very nice. Yeah, I said that uh, I'm writing about it actually for for um, the lead uh, for tomorrow. I, I wrote a little blurb, and then I, I I wanted to write more of an expanded version of it. But you think about this is like Larry Letha is very like all right. We're going to get this done. <laughs> All right. Get up. Let's go. You're going to get back to work by 1 o'clock. And they were out. Yep. They were out. Yep. Um, so that was, a great, that was a great event. And um, it was interesting, though. I, I love the story of the deputy who got to deliver the baby. That was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a pretty good really one. Really neat to hear all those stories mm-hmm. and see all those great heroes commended. And yeah. people that you see, uh, just, just to appreciate them. And I felt really blessed to be able to be there right 
And uh, uh, Tomei, Tommy, what, what, what is her name? Is it Tomei? Tomei? But they were calling her Tommy. I think it's Tommy, too. I know where it's Tomei. Tomei. I always think it was Tomei. Because I, I think of the E in there. I'm like, well, how do you get Tommy out of that? There's no extra M. <laughs> Come on now. Anyway, uh, she's, a, she's, a, she's a can-do force of nature, but she was serving up turkey. And uh, that's always a good, that's a good sign. So when she's, when, she's, when she's dishing turkey, you know that the yeah, world's, the world's yeah. right. Yeah, food was incredible. Yeah, it was very, really nice. Appreciate that foundation so much. They did some hard work. They did some heavy mm-hmm. lifting. Um, there's some great foundations in this, uh, in this community, including Kerbal Pets Alive. And um, tomorrow's Christmas parade starts at 6 o'clock. For those of you who don't understand, uh, don't call my wife over the Kerbal Daily Times because they don't know either. But here's the deal. It starts on G Street, it goes down Water Street, makes a right-hand turn down Earl's Garrett, and boom, it's done, okay? And then they do a little thing over there, and then at the, at the courthouse, they'll the Christmas tree up, and then you run over to the Rumors concert, and you enjoy Little Fleetwood there Mac. There you go. Delane's doing that. Yeah. So uh, I saw her cooking show yesterday. How'd you, th- how'd you like it's that? incredible. I wanted to be there. I know. You should have been there. It was great. We had, uh, it, was one of the, it was one of the smoothest shows that we've done mm-hmm. so far. And so um, I really, I really enjoyed, you know, the whole, the whole cooking show with the two of them. It yeah, was, it was it's really very quite peaceful. Fun. Um, the what's going on with Kerbal Pets Live? What's your latest thing? Y- you guys had, uh, we're not calling it the V word. We're calling it wellness. W- 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 wellness. How about wellness. We're calling clinic. it a wellness check. We're calling it preventing your your animal from dying of a horrific disease that doesn't need to die from that because they have science that takes care of them. Mm-hmm. You had one of those events? Makes it, we did. We had a wellness We decided, too, that you pets. couldn't call it a shot clinic because that might trigger some people here to think, oh, you're, you're, you're shooting animals? Right. You know, no, so. it was not a shot clinic. Shot clinic, right. Um, I'm not going to say the word. So, anyway, we had a wellness clinic the other day. and Incredible. We... we um, we're able to... Um, you had a Voldemort clinic. I'm, I can't use... I'm going to use that word again, <laughs> but there are a lot of uh, pets in Kerr County that are now uh, safeguarded from some viruses and diseases and, and microchips thanks I, to the Hill Country SPCA, Ken Stobel Ford, and Kerbal Pets Alive. You're almost like a NASCAR team now. We are? Oh, it was, yeah. it was incredible. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you can do... You, can get, you guys can get those animals in there, chip them, uh, which is also the evil, and then you can vaccinate them. Oh, I said the V word. And then you get them out. And then you can say, all right, I brought you by Ken Stobel Ford. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. Ken Stobel's also, thank you so much, Capricia. Um, they, we, we've got a beautiful truck over there that's going to pull our, our uh, float in the parade. So we thank them for that as well. Very, very supportive. They're always finding animals over there. You got it all wrong. The Tesla should pull it. It could. You know what you should have? Quite powerful. The Mach-E could pull it. You know that's what? The, the maybe version. we'll have to switch that out. They might have to. Because you can plug your thing into the Mach-E. You're right. I think we can plug it into Although the Although, if you truck. have the right Ford F-150, it, it'll, you, you can plug it right into the I truck. think we've, we've got the plug, yeah. yeah. So, But I'm, I'm, I'm very much sold on the electric car now. I just right. I, I would like, I need to replace mine. Because you're sort of driving something dumb, right? Volvo. Golly. <laughs> I love my car. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm sold with the electric uh car thing and capricia it's still we were talking about that yesterday and what's there are some convenient plug-ins around town yeah. um we did get one for our garage but 
we plug it into the parking garage. It's so funny because you go over there and it's like, well, who else is charging? Yeah, right. <laughs> who know? else is here? Yeah. So who at the parade, someone in? will be charging. Yeah. The other at the homecoming parade, someone was charging in there. So it's almost like you start a conversation with those people. It's a, it's an awesome. Uh, it's it's an it really is an amazing vehicle to tell you the truth, and it changes your mind about how these things you know work you know because people are like eh, i don't know if they need that and then you drive one or you're in one and you're like wow that's pretty nice oh there's the herring clan i see part of them i don't see all of them i see i see two of them uh it's also very quiet which it makes that so it's like a spaceship noise it's very quiet it's very quiet it's very peaceful you know what the interesting thing about it too is that it, it has a tremendous amount of leg room yes it does I mean, you drove me around and it was mm-hmm. very 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 pleasant mm-hmm. um you guys took in. You had you had a reunion situation yesterday with the little dog. That was a bit of good news. You had. We didn't have the reunion. No, we oh. still the little white dog. Little white dog. Well, several people claimed the dog, then looked closer at some other pictures and decided that that was not their so dog. Not so the dog is still, still with one of our, uh, one of our one fosters. Of our, right. And in the in Kirk County, you have to have a dog for seventy two cat for seventy two hours in right. order to claim them. We've let Kirk, for, our first practice is to always let Kirk County. No, Kirk County Animal Services that know that we have that pet, and they do very well aware. So that's the first. If anyone's missing a tiny white, fluffy male young it terrier like that was found by Waterburger here it, in town, it looks like a, it looks like a, a like a terrier Maltese poodle mix in some ways. Good morning. Oh, good morning, Doctor Herring. Uh, but anyway, we 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 have him, and um, he needs to go back to his owner. He needs to go back to his owner. Yep. Yeah, he he looked like a good little looking little. He needed a haircut. He needed a haircut. Um, the vaccination clinic, though, I'm just gonna say it because I don't care anymore. Okay. I don't want. I don't want. I'm, I'm. You know, if you don't understand the vaccines and the importance of them, then I don't have. I'm, I can't help you. Um, the truth of the matter is, is that you guys basically shut down Clay Street. Hmm? Um, With the help of air of uh hager plumbing uh guyane over there yeah. as well as cynthia with curbal framing that was kind enough to tolerate and uh holly over at nobility to tolerate and accept our crowd and right. offer parking and bring over tea and so we really appreciate that and the um the i mean it was just incredible though by the time i got there it was pretty much already done, but there was still a pretty big line. Right. You know, you had police presence. You had riot control there. <laughs> I mean, you, people you showed up an hour early. People showed up an hour an early. An hour but, early, yeah. You know, this is the thing I don't – I have just a little op-ed here. I don't understand, okay, we'll get our animals vaccinated, but we won't get ourselves vaccinated. Like, really? I mean, I get it, you know. But, I mean, maybe those people – I don't know. Maybe the people who get their animals vaccinated get themselves vaccinated too, but – there's a, a weird juxtaposition about that as well at times. So, um, what is what is it? Um, what does the new year look like for Kerbal Pencil Live? And, new, and you guys are. This is your second year anniversary. Right our right anniversary now. is the end of this month, yes. right? In a few days, so mm-hmm. two years and and going strong, still building. You know, like every nonprofit that went through the health year year of the health crisis. Yeah, we. Had had a, have had a full realistic year this year, right? And um, we always agree that we want to be an organization or a nonprofit that is fluid and kind of is the. We always revisit what's needed, right. not just go with what we think um, everyone else thinks we need to do. Right. We're always going to revisit what Kirk County Animal Services needs, what our community needs. We still have homeless people coming by. 
that need food. So we're serving both the community and as well as the animals at Kerr County. So the, the New Year's taking a new, new look, a look and revisiting last year and what, what did we do well? What do we need to, to uh, improve on? Do you feel like there's uh, light in the end of the tunnel in solving the Kerr County animal services issues? Yes, I do. I'm really excited. We've got a, you know, involvement with the CIP committee, which yeah. is County Improvement right. Projects Committee. I do. I, I don't, I, I do. You feel like you have the ear of the county, the county judge. I do. He's been, been incredibly supportive and um, open to other ideas, other communities, things that have worked, right. looking at growth. The one thing that I think that's important for the community to know, it's not, always, it's not necessarily about a perfect facility. It's about the operation of it, education, prevention, things like that. Um, so I hope that, that when we say we do have the ear of, of the judge, we need the ear of the community as well. Right. And we need to have things in place at that new animal facility that, that uh, plans for the future and educates and prevents everything going on that's going on right now. Yeah. So it's a completely uh, incompetent facility basically right now in, in size and function and well it just shows you you know and this is the, this is the challenge that we're, we're dealing with here is that you know you know we've been we've been in a, a a cycle here of sort of cheapness for a while you know and the reality of it is is that you know you, you, we're, we're 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 getting what we paid for and we don't that this that shelter is not representative of what we want to be as a community. So. Right, and I think people are just unfamiliar. That is our animal control, rabies control facility yeah. for Kerr County, mm -hmm. huge county. Right, serves lots of people, and it's really about safety and prevention. And uh, we aim to get that. It's not a safe facility. We have tours going through there almost weekly, and that's the thing that comes up all the time. It's not a safe yeah. safe facility for visitors, staff, or the animals there. Right. Um, the other thing too, um, did you see? Did I, did I, I sent you my story on the uh, on the on the deer, right? Yes. And were you mad at me for saying that to you, or did you understand what? Well, I was and I I was sitting next to a commissioner yesterday who has a property where there are lots of, of deer, deer yeah. and exotics, and it's true. I mean, was I upset? No, not okay, at all. all it's right. uh, some people get upset about that kind of stuff. I had a lot of negative comments about that story. Well, like I was making it up. As, like as the commissioner I was sitting next to yesterday said, everybody thinks that Texas is the white-tailed deer capital of the country, but it's really a you know, Pennsylvania area, and there's lots of areas that are dealing with this issue a lot more than we are, I think. But no, it, it is what it is. I don't think there's any concern about it. He said that? The commissioner said that? I can tell you right now that's not true. Am I getting Pennsylvania wrong? Well, I mean, I mean, I think, I think Texas is the white ca white tail capital of. I the guess world. it depends yeah. on how you look at yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, there's five million animals in Texas. Uh, I think that's more than like Pennsylvania, Ohio, and I'll Iowa give combined. you his number and y'all can yeah. talk it out. Let me guess: is it does it start with a J and an L? Uh, is that is that the initials? Um, I, anyway, I'm sorry, but yeah, <laughs> it's. Um, I I was reading a thing that there may be as many as 150,000 animals. In Kerr County alone, in your backyard, yeah. In my, well, in my yeah, front no, there yard, are. there's it's 25. Crazy. Mm -hmm. And and uh, the crazy thing about the story that um, I read, that the research out of it was that it's the feeding. Mm -hmm. They think it's the feeding, you know. Um, and then they made the point that these guys were all sort of like pro hunting, you know, because of the way of managing right. herds. They're like, yeah, if you want to, if you want to harvest that animal, you probably should. You probably should, you know, wear PPE. To, to do that 
Um, the question gets down to is, it, can you cook it out of, out of the animal? But right. we already know that chronic wasting disease is present, you know, in, in the deer population in Texas. Mm-hmm. is something that we're all aware of. Right. But, you know, this is, this is how they discovered these guys had COVID, you know. And think about this right now. I mean, everybody feeds those, those, those deer. And a lot of times you're within six feet of them. So right. I got, I got too well, little to eat on my hand. I think you know? a lot of issues. Years ago when I first moved here and mm-hmm. I visited a lot with the biologist with the Edwards Plateau. And right. I wanted to learn all about the deer population. He always brought it back to feeding. Mm-hmm. was a source for a lot of illness and things that happened to our deer population. Right. So. Right, because, you know, the corn they're fed is probably not really very nutritious and does things to their teeth. And you hear a lot about that kind of stuff, too. And I got, I got one that's so snobby that she won't even need a carrot. She spits it out. I'm not eating that. I'm not touching that. <laughs> give me something. Give me a grape. Give me this. Give me that. And like, You're half-starved, animal. Mm-hmm. You don't have – you can't be picky. So. And it seems like I had to, to uh, rent a car at Enterprise the other day, and they said they were just overrun with deer strikes. Because oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, there's a lot of them here. I want to I look that up now. I'm, I'm curious, though. Let me see. Deer populations by uh, deer population in the United States. Let's see here. Let's look at this up. I'm guessing that it's one We're of the. We're supposed to be talking about dogs and cats, but that's okay. That's okay. There's things okay. that. Uh, here, deer population by state. Here it is, right here. Uh, okay, let me see here. This is the, the deer busters. Okay. This is their, this is their thing. Um, 30 million deer, mm, 1.8 million in Alabama. Uh, 1.1 million in We're Arkansas. We're talking Whitetail. Whitetail, yeah. Okay. Uh, Wisconsin, 1.2 million. Mississippi, 1.8 million. Uh, Minnesota, 1 million. Indiana, 1 million. 4 million in Texas. Uh, Pennsylvania's not even in the top 20. So. I used the wrong state then. Sorry. It's all right. But no, I mean, if you think about it, though, I think, it's, I think Texas is the, is the capital. Because I think they also, they're migratory between here and Mexico, too. So I'm going to have a conversation about that and yep. get back with you. You should. You should call. You Clarify. should check them on that. Yeah. I will. Uh, there's multiple sites that says which state has the most white-tailed, white-tailed deer. Uh, Texas is the home of the most white-tailed deer of any U.S. state or Canadian province in the, uh, uh, with an estimated population of 5.3 million deer. That says something about our county commissioners, though, to me. Sorry, I'm putting you on spot here. You're like probably getting blown up by saying, get off that show, Lewis. <laughs> All right. Um, how, many, uh, d- how many dogs and cats are out there right now that we need to get, we need to get homes to? Lots yeah, of cats. Lots I was of just cats. at the shelter. It's all over um, you. You can probably breed, it is. You can I, probably breed yeah. a cat out of there. <laughs> are you sure that wasn't an alpaca? Yeah. Just cats. I didn't get, I didn't get to, to be with the, the, the dogs today. But right. the cats, the thing is, with, there's, a, there's a lot of community cats uh, or working cats or barn cats in our area. And we just put out a post. You put out a great post that said, look, this cat doesn't like people. Is there a place we can do with them? Well, they're, wor- they're, they're working cats. They're working you know, cats. And every animal, there's so many people mm. in our community that the most in- uh, calls we get, mm. text emails, are about cats that have come up to the porch. Someone started feeding. All of a sudden, they're not their cats. And I, it's good intentions going bad, sort of. And right. then they, these animals reproduce. They become unsocial. And then they get, start getting trapped, and they right. get taken to the shelter. Every one that's trapped that comes in has an, an injured nose because it's trying to get out of the trap. Yeah. It's no fault of their own. They're just, they were being fed, and right. they were treated as pets, and now they're at animal control, and they're overrun right now. And it's just sad because they have to be euthanized if there's no place for them. Right. And these are unsocialized cats. There's only certain programs they can go to. 
and those programs are full right now. So I really urge people to try and reach out if you have internet access. There are a lot of different places, not just in our area, that can help with these animals. And it's very hard to get animals spayed or neutered right now. There's a lack of vets in our community. Sometimes it's three and four months out to get vets. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, so. Because we get good ones and then they leave, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. well, they. They go to other places. Well, or they retire. Or, or retire. They go, they go, and they go other places Yeah, they as go well. other places, right. Yeah. Right. Because so you've, had, you've had different KPA members who are vets who. Who got jobs at bigger places and Katya, moved right? On, moved yeah. on to San Antonio, yeah. right? So hopefully she's going to come back and do a clinic for us. We've got a, a huge need to do a feral cat spay neuter right. clinic. So we have we have great dreams and hopes that we'll be able to do that because it's a huge need for our community. Absolutely, um, Karen Guerrero is one of the hardest working people I know, uh, and she doesn't work. She just work on this. You work all the time. You're always you're always volunteering. You're always dedicated to this. Um, what does your day look like tomorrow, other than the parade? Is it just the parade, or are you going to do anything else? Well, tomorrow, the commissioners allow only Curvo Pets Alive volunteers to go into the shelter. Mm-hmm. So every Saturday morning, we go in. They're closed. We want them to be open one day, but they're closed on Saturday, so we're able to go in and take videos, see all the new animals that have come in, spend some time, right. quiet time with, with them. And right. so I probably will be doing that tomorrow with tomorrow some morning. of my okay. fellow uh, board members. And then we'll be getting ready for the the parade. For the parade, are yeah. Gonna make, are you gonna put Lucy Wilkie on the float? You know, we need to. Our thoughts are with Kenneth, yeah. hoping he's getting strong, right. and so I would love to have her and Bodacious or Bear or Bolt, but uh, she might be taking care of Kenneth. Yep. And that's a priority. So, um, yeah, all, we're all invited. All the board members are invited, but we've got board members that are so involved in the community that they're on other floats already. Yeah, Brenda Hughes. Brenda, Allison, Brianna. Oh, Boucher is uh, announcing She's, the parade. I, I can't wait. She's going to do a great job just like she did last year. Brianna Larson is with HCTC now. Yep. She'll be on their float. And so we've got very involved board members. It'll be awesome. It'll be awesome. All right. Uh, the parade um, tomorrow at uh, 6 o'clock. And it's at 6 uh, o'clock. There's about... 85 or so floats. I hear 87. 87. 87 okay, floats. Off. We're number 19, Kerbal Bets Alive. So you're early on in the... We'll f- have the, dog the, walkers, and we will pick up after our, <laughs> our dogs. Critters. Yes, please do. Have plenty, plenty yeah. of plastic bags. Don't forget uh, a couple things for you as we close out the show. Today, from 4 to 6, is the Farmer's Market at uh, down at uh, the AC Shriner House. And uh, here on Water Street, and uh, there's live music tonight. There's live music uh, all weekend. Um, don't miss it. And then also, there's going to be live music uh, um, throughout the weekend uh, over at Kerrville Hills Winery, La Escondida, out at the Hunt Store. I mean, there's tons of things to do here. Shrine of Women's Basketball back on the court tonight against Houston Huston Tillotson. Um, both teams are have one win on the season, so uh, Shrine had a tough time on the road. In Oregon, apparently their flights were miserable. Their flights were canceled, and they had uh, they just a real, real challenging time. Lost one one game big and lost one game close. So Shriner women back on the court today. We'll be at that game tonight, and uh, we'll be at the parade tomorrow. I can't wait. I'm excited for it. So don't forget to, to uh, be there for the uh, farmers market. And Karen, please, when you wrestle an alpaca. <laughs> Maybe not wear black. You know, I may not be the bad idea. choice today. Yeah, bad choice. I was choice trying to today. dress up for the show today. It, 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 it's okay though. It's what we normally <laughs> expect from you. So, all right, everybody. Thanks a lot for joining us here on the lead live. 
I'm Lewis Amistoy. We'll see you guys again real soon. Don't forget to subscribe to the Lead Live, $5.99 a month or $54.99 for the year. Thanks a lot, guys.